Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. So those are kind of the two basic upgrades you can do. I mean, there's other simple electronics you can plug into the transmissions to help up line pressure. Uh, but if you've got a transmission that's got some miles on it, um, that's something you want to be careful with. And that kind of leads us into the to, to the main issue that the 68 RFE has. Uh, the main issue is America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products. America's Diesel Superstore. No salesman. Just enthusiasts. Dieselpowerproducts.com. Your number one source for all things diesel. All right, let's get the show on the road. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ben and Tyler from America's Diesel Podcast coming at you from Spokane, Washington. Now, make sure and check us out on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere that you can find podcasts. You can search us by America's Diesel Podcast, and we do pull up. Uh, we are making our way up the rankings, and we're, we're super stoked about that and very happy that everybody else has been listening and subscribing and, and leaving reviews and all that kind of good stuff. It, it really, really, really does help us out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, this is a YouTube show. Like we, we do put this on YouTube. Episodes come out every Thursday. Uh, if you want to leave a comment or you have like a specific question regarding something on a specific episode, YouTube is the best place to do that. Um, you can leave a comment regarding a certain time, time stamp or anything else like that, and I am answering those uh, just about daily, if not multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, if you have questions regarding parts for your truck, like you need to get your truck back up and running, uh, make sure and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. But also, if you have questions and need to talk to someone, we do have sales techs on the phone 12 hours a day, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific time. Give them a call. They will set you straight with all the information and whatever you need. Now, phone number for them is 888-993-4373. Lastly, if you have questions that you want answered on the podcast, like they're maybe not yeah. super time pressing because we're... <laughs> We stack them up. We stack them up. I'll be honest. We stack yeah. those bad boys up. Um, you can email Tyler at Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. <laughs> it's been a long day. Tyler at. At. Circle. 
Yeah, at dieselpowerproducts.com, and uh, we will stack those up and answer them once we get enough, which I'm sure we do now. Uh, question formatting? Loose. Um, ask, lo- away. ask away. Let's we'll say away. that. Ask away. Anything that we've covered on podcasts, whether it's truck or anything else related, deviate that by 10%, and that's the amount of window you can give us a question on. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's you, good you, you, 10% off of the normal path, and we'll still answer it for you. Yeah, we'll still somehow be able to wrap it around to a truck somehow. I guarantee it. Because we have to, because we're a truck podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we talk about <laughs> buying houses and budgeting and marriage. And Do you remember that uh, Ben's Warehouse commercial? It was like, you're going to like the way you look. I guarantee, I guarantee it. it. Yeah. You're going to like our podcast. I guarantee it. Tyler, hit him with the reviews. <laughs> hit him with the reviews. If you leave a review on any of the platforms that Ben mentioned earlier, screenshot that bad boy. Send it to Tyler at dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address. We can send a super stick, sick, stick, six, six sticker two that looks just like the logo on our cups or our super awesome background. Keep them coming. Let's keep moving up. Remember, America, where you live, diesel, what you love, podcast, what you want, playing in your ears. Trademark. Trademark. <laughs> All right. 68 RFEs. 68 RFEs. They suck. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by BD Diesel Performance. BD Diesel Performance is a family-owned and operated business. Has roots all the way back to 1972 when they started Valley Fuel Injection. And they sell way more parts than just fuel components. I know that's what the first thing a lot of people think about. But they've got parts for your transmission. They've got parts for turbos. they got suspension parts. They even have differential covers. And exhaust brakes as well. Whether you're looking to fix wandering steering in your Ram with a BD steering box brace, replace failed injectors with a set of Performance Plus injectors, or drop some EGTs with a BD Screamer turbocharger. BD's got you covered because they can make transmissions that'll hold that power too. Keep it on the ground. We here at America's Diesel Podcast trust BD components in our very own vehicles. Let's get back to the show. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. All right. Thanks, Ben. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for your insight on that. Um, No, 68 RFEs. Okay. Kind of got a bad name. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, in Ram's defense... They've kind of always had a bad thing with transmissions. So. I, I will say, nowadays, I'd say the 68 RFE is almost akin to the 6-liter power stroke. It's like they, they know what's wrong with it. Oh, I don't know if it's that bad. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that bad. Yeah, okay. All right. Because, it, I mean, in stock form, they can actually last quite a while. 6.0s in stock form do fine. Do they? Do they? Do they? <laughs> I'd say yes. <laughs> no, they're, they they've definitely got themselves uh, kind of in the uh, in the bad category. If there was a yeah. column of bad transmissions, yeah, like when you'd you be when right you, there by the forty eight R. When you like, compare trucks, the transmission <laughs> yeah. that that's the one of the cons. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's why I wanted a manual of mm-hmm. what I got. But hey, it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Anyways, sixty eight RFEs. What can you do to these things to kind of extend the life, to help um, the way that they function? Well, there's a couple of simple things, and there, there's uh, there's one that I would still consider simple, but it's uh, a little bit more involved as far as installation. Mm-hmm. So we're going to knock out the kind of the simple stuff first, which if, pe- if you don't know this yet, deep sump pan. I mean, that's kind of a given on any transmission. Yeah. Not only is it going to hold extra fluid for better cooling, um, it can help extend the life of the transmission fluid um, and also give you um, some things that the stock pan doesn't give you, like a drain valve. 
I tell you what, like a drain valve is it may seem like a small thing, but imagine how how much you put off a transmission service because you don't have a drain valve. Yeah. And now walk with me down here. Okay. Imagine that instead of always having to drop the pan and do all that kind of stuff, you could just drain the fluid and refill it at maybe, you know, two thirds of your interval yeah. and get some more life out of that, you know, transmission service life. Yeah. It's like the, a drain and refill does a lot. And it's nice to drain it before you take the pan off so you oh, don't hey. get showered <laughs> in transmission fluid. Yeah. Nothing worse than, than laying a red under shower. a truck and just getting <laughs> showered by a tranny. Yeah. Guys. <laughs> Nothing worse, guys. Nothing. Nothing. Put that picture in your head. <laughs> No, it's so it gives you a drain valve so you can drain that fluid, drop the pan, change your filter, put it back up. Easy peasy. <laughs> ben, focus. Focus, Ben. Yeah, focus, okay. <laughs> uh, anyway, so huge shout out to BD. Uh, we're going to talk basically uh, exclusively BD products here because BD mm-hmm. has a full line of transmission upgraded parts for the 68 from simple stuff like a pan all the way up to fully built transmissions that can handle whatever you throw at it so huge shout out to bd thanks for that um so simple things like i said the the transmission pan did i talk about the temperature sensor in the pan okay so in those in any deep sump pan especially bds they're going to put a temperature port in there so you can put um you know a, a sensor if you're wanting to um have a little bit more accurate reading of your transmission temp mm-hmm. you can throw a sender uh, a temperature sender right in the uh, pan and just read it straight from there i believe it is a one eighth inch npt fitting they, Correct. it comes with a plug yeah. and i will say just because you might be thinking it almost any auxiliary transmission temperature sensor that's going to be on the market the standard is one eighth inch npt so there's yeah. i would say there's like a 99.9 percent chance or whatever sense you have it's going to plug in yeah so Simple, easy to install, great time to do it when you're already doing a transmission service. So then at, at the end of that transmission service, you're going to be like, you know what? Next time I do this, it's going to be so much easier because I have a drain valve. Totally. Um, which transmission services is like the worst. Like I hate doing transmission services along with steering boxes. I know we talked about this earlier. Yeah. I hate steering boxes too. To do them, I, I love them. You yes. have to have them. <laughs> you need them. <laughs> but I hate them. <laughs> okay. Um, so... Moving on from transmission pans, we've got another really, this is probably even easier than the transmission pan. If you look on the passenger side of your transmission, there's going to be what, what's called a thermal bypass valve. Mm-hmm. It's got lines going into it. It kind of looks like a square kind of uh, trying to, I thought I had a good analogy yeah, to say like what it a, like. You'll see it. Okay. It's yeah. this like aluminum block where lines are going into it. And it's literally, if you went under your truck, right where the passenger door is and looked on the side of the transmission, you'll see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the issue with a factory piece is over time contaminants, you know, transmissions have wearable parts. They have clutches. There's going to be clutch material. Um, I mean, you shouldn't have a lot, but <laughs> it's going to generate some mm-hmm. as you're, as you're uh, using this transmission. And what can happen is it can jam that valve. So it may not open fully. It may not open at all. I mean, depending on, on how many, con- how much contaminants in there. And what that valve does is it, it's, it, it's supposed to allow for the transmission fluid to heat up before it allows it to go to the cooler yeah. uh, just because transmission fluid needs to be heated up to apply the clutches properly mm-hmm. and for it to shift nice. Um, but that valve again can, can, can jam. And so the, this is like worst case scenario for it to jam completely closed and not allow any fluid flow to the cooler. Mm-hmm. You're going to superheat your transmission fluid and wipe things out. 
Yeah. Um, so a simple fix to that BD has, um, it's, it looks identical to the, to the part that's on there. It's a bypass valve. It allows it to fully open to the cooler all the time. 100% of the time. There's mm-hmm. no, nothing in there that can get jam stuck, whatever. And really the, the only, if there is a negative involved with that, the only negative is it takes your transmission just a touch longer to warm up. And not much. I mean, transmission fluid heats up quick when yeah. you're, when you're going through the gears, when you're driving the truck, it's going to heat up quick. Yeah, it's it probably if you're the kind of person that gets in your truck and just starts romping through the gears, um, stop that. Stop that. Bad habit. Off. It was gonna. Do, you were probably gonna have issues anyways because it would the valve was still either open or closed and not not helping you out anyhow. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all, you're just gonna notice the transmission. It might feel just a touch sluggish, like the first two or three times through the gears. Yeah. And then you're fine. You're good to go. Drive as normal. Yeah. Yeah. So another super easy one. I think those are like under a hundred bucks or right around a hundred bucks yeah pans are like three and a half if that mm-hmm. I, I, I know they're less than 400 bucks um so those I are say 345 i think so yeah. that sounds good three four five three four five <laughs> it's my favorite kind of triangle <laughs> what yeah a three four five triangle is that a thing yeah oh i promise sweet jim lawrence back <laughs> me up buddy three four five triangle um so those are kind of the two basic upgrades you can do i mean there's other simple electronics you can plug into the transmissions to help up line pressure uh but if you've got a transmission that's got some miles on it um that's something you want to be careful with and that kind of leads us into the to, to the main issue that the 68 rfe has uh, the main issue is cross leakage in the valve body and when we say cross leakage that means there's the valve body there's a separator plate with gaskets and basically fluid is going past the gasket and getting into areas that it shouldn't be in. Um, the One of the biggest issues with, especially the early uh, 60 RFEs, was the original style um, uh, cast aluminum valve body, okay? Because um, there's three main leaks that happen in those valve bodies. One is the SSV bore. The second is the separate, uh, between the separator, separator plate and the uh, casting channels of the valve body. And the last is the TCC limiting valve. Uh, those are the three areas that leak in these transmissions and bd kind of has come up with a way to fix all of these and make the transmission shift better last longer uh, so the first is is the ssv bore um, which if you have a po871 code it's probably because of the ssv bore mm-hmm. um, leaking into the overdrive uh, clutch and allowing those to drag at when they shouldn't be mm-hmm. um, and in those early castings of those valve bodies, um, they, there's a lot of force on that SSV valve, which will wear out um, the um, bushings, whatever you want to call them. So in the past, what, what BD would do, they would kind of basically like hog them out and put a bigger valve in with better, uh, with better bearings or whatever you want to call them, bushings. Um, but it's, it's kind of a, a Band-Aid for something that's eventually going to happen again. Mm-hmm. In 2010... They came out with a like a hard anodized coating on the aluminum valve bodies, which I don't want to say completely eliminated that because, I mean, obviously things wear out over time, but it's a lot stronger than the earlier ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the cool thing is if, if you want to if you have a pre 2010 truck and you want to get rid of that valve body because you don't want to have issues, any of BD's new valve bodies that they're making is going to be that hard anodized coated valve body that was getting one of my questions they they, they may ask you as far as like the year range on there if they uh because it's usually for the, the shift solenoid 
Yeah. Because there's a white connector or a gray connector. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not because they're going to give you another older non-anodized valve body. Right. So, um, SSV bore. And we you actually, about the what you just mentioned right there with the cross leakage, mm-hmm. um, with the, uh, the overdrive clutches. Yeah. That kind of, I had an aha. Yeah. I had a little moment. Because yeah. you share yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll, I will share. Here we go. So it, when typically when a company buy that code and meaning that you have that valve body issue, the the end result of that is usually you lose fifth and sixth. Yeah. And that's where like, oh, I'm pulling a hill and you're automatically just, you know, the truck shuttered, boom, snapped into fourth, won't go over fourth. Yeah. That makes a whole lot more sense now because that's the primary leakage area yeah. right by those overdrive well, clutches. Yeah. So in BD's blog, the problem with the SSV is the valves aren't well supported axially causing uneven wear and worse yet uh, since the transmission solenoids are pulsed on these valves can oscillate rapidly during clutch apply leading to increased wear this allows fluid from the other clutches 2c 4c od overdrive uh, to leak into each other it uh, is perhaps no surprise that the overdrive circuit is between the other two so it's the most susceptible to leaks and Mm -hmm. dragging those clutches you're just going to prematurely wear that out Mm -hmm. you don't want that to have you don't want that to happen um and one thing that I did want to read, this is what's cool with BD. They kind of have the same mentality as us when it comes to like writing stuff, I mm-hmm. guess, <laughs> you know, because they, they've got this section in this blog is this begin rant. Okay. <laughs> Which I read this and I was like, oh my God, this is like ridiculous. Um, so begin rant. Uh, the reason behind the existence of this valve is nothing short of ridiculous and Chrysler should have done away with it decades ago. This is a small assembly of valves uh, that direct the output of the LR low reverse to TCC solenoid to the torque converter clutch when second gear or higher second gear or higher and direct fluid flow to the lower reverse clutch when in first or reverse this was done to, to uh done to use one solenoid for two purposes and originated in a time when chrysler transmissions only had four solenoids and solenoids were expensive today uh, you would think this had been done away with with the cost of seven versus eight solenoids to be negligible uh, but here we are in 2017 with the SSV valves being backwards compatible with those from a 1989 caravan what the heck so your 68 RFE in your heavy duty truck has the same solenoids as in a 1989 caravan but here's the thing I have never been passed by so many vehicles than I have of Dodge caravans have you ever did you ever like watch when you go on a road trip mm-hmm I get passed by caravans all the time. You can ask my wife. She, I, Cause I'll get like, start getting mad. Like I'm going like 10 over and here comes a caravan <laughs> just railing. I'm like, what is going on? What? How why? fat? What? Yeah. Why? I can't be safe in that. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like seriously, it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. Every time I get passed by a caravan. Uh, quick update. Stuff. I did look up the price of the BD deep sump pan. Uh, we were both way off. <laughs> um, at the at this very moment, at least when it's being filmed, they are two ninety nine. Wow, less under three hundred bucks. bucks. Come on, people, that's worth three hundred bucks. Yeah. Not getting freaking soaked in tranny fluid. Sometimes uh, I, I, can't, <laughs> I can't. do. I knew it was coming. I knew it was. I coming. can't make that joke. <laughs> oh man, paying money and being soaked by trannies. I mean, transmissions are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's too many jokes there, and we, I will get kicked off of whatever we're on right now. Oh, God. It's a great time to live. We're going to get freaking kicked <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is going to come down here because he somehow is going to own the internet. He's going to land his space shuttle on our building and be like, you. Have, you. have you noticed what that spaceship looks like? Have you seen all the memes, <laughs> Dr. Evil freaking? Yes. <laughs> oh. 
good for him. You know, he yeah. flew into space in a thing that. Anyways, <laughs> so um, the second main point of leakage um, is honestly just the freaking gasket, mm-hmm. the factory gaskets. Um, they uh, they made or they laser cut a gasket over this uh, or, or made a gasket of this material that will show where the leaking is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll kind of show the camera a little bit. I don't know mm-hmm. how good you guys are going to be able to see this. Um, the one over here, this one is like factory and i don't know if you can see up close but these circled areas where the red kind of fades away um, those are areas of leakage there's three main ones right there the one on the left over here is my left your right um, is their gasket and you can see where they've fixed these major major leakage because with any transmission there's going to be an acceptable allowance of leakage that's occurring Uh, um, with the 68s there's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot. So it's it's something relatively simple that they found. And the way that they found it was uh, actually really cool how they tested it. I got another picture for that, too. And, again, we'll post this link up there so you guys can check this out, too. This is really interesting on in how they – it kind of gives you insight on how they develop products and how they how – they, how these companies make things better. Yeah, they're not just they, sitting there thinking about stuff. They're, like, yeah, trying they, it and doing it, like – figuring out exactly so they took one of their pans and and put basically pressure sensors on all the channels that they they wanted to look at i don't Mm -hmm. know how they figured out which i'm sure they just checked all of them um and then they they ran it on a dyno until they've got enough data to kind of figure out what they were going to do um so it's it's kind of cool so let's see um Graph shows line pressure at 230 psi with leakage to the overdrive circuit orange of about 16 psi. So that's a that's quite a bit of of, of mm-hmm. leakage occurring, um, especially when guys are doing transmission tuning or some sort of module on the transmission to up line pressure, which mm-hmm. does help with shifting. It does help with fuel of the transmission when you're driving, um, and it helps with you know that that clutch apply pressure. So those clutches are 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 applying properly and even stronger than they were from factory so you get a more positive engagement and they last longer right um but where was i getting at with that gosh darn it hold on <laughs> but uh-huh. if you have a stock transmission <laughs> if you have a stock transmission especially with some miles on it you upping that pressure, you might not even get all the pressure that that mm-hmm. part is 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 claiming to give you because you've got so much internal leakage happening. Yeah, um, that's why we always say too, like before you start modifying your truck, get a good grasp of what's going on with it. I know this is kind of something that is difficult to, um, you know, for a guy at home to check. It's kind of hard, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> um, but if you've got miles on the transmission, there's a good. I mean, these things leak from factory. Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's a good idea if you are tuning the truck or uh, putting a module on the transmission to up that line pressure. Look at some of these separator plate kits that BD has has, has manufactured. They have two different kits. They have a kit that has no electronics with it. It's just basically the separator plate gasket and a couple little things. Mm-hmm. Or they have the kit that is their full 68 ProTech kit, uh, which will come with a module that will increase line pressure based off of boost and engine load, uh, which is cool because... In- all the improvements to the show you are seeing and hearing are thanks to our epic sponsors like No Limit Fabrication. Huge thank you to Mike and his crew down in Southern California for getting a bunch of carbon certifications and making high-quality parts. New episodes come out every Thursday. Thanks for tuning in. You don't want to have, like, 250 PSI 
as you're just taking off from your driveway (laughs) like normal right (laughs) so it's looking at load it's looking at boost and it's going to apply the the you know extra pressure for those circumstances um so yeah i mean leakage is is essentially the 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 biggest issue with the 68 rfe short of i know there's i mean there if there's people out there that have been in 68 rfes um and and know how they're built yeah there are other things internally in the transmission like the first thing that comes to mind is the spray clutch mm-hmm. um that bd whoa i shoved that in my face that bd has an upgrade for we're going to get into that but this is what we wanted to kind of touch on is just kind of the basics of what guys can do at home because that's the kind of stuff that we like to do we like to i mean if you i don't even know if when's our video going out of my airbag install um about two weeks from now or two so? weeks yeah. so this episode will be after that more than likely yes. yeah okay so yeah. we like doing that kind of simple simple basic things that you guys can do at home too we want to do the same stuff that you guys are doing mm-hmm. i mean over here we're not just building you know high performance stuff and doing you know only only things that are out of most people's you know realm of spending um so basic so 68 rfe deep sump pan thermal bypass separator plate kit tuning mm-hmm. now we're going to go in and this is covers up to like 2018 right so because 19 20 21 a little bit different uh with some of the parts they've actually i i was talking to dan today at bd shout out to dan what's up dan um, we we're talking about my 21 and the 68 i'm like hey man like i noticed you guys like do you guys have kits out for uh you know the newer ones um and he, he actually said you know the valve bodies on those are actually they're upgraded they're pretty good but the one thing that's an issue with those transmissions um, on the, especially when you, um, if you do anything mechanically, uh, not, I shouldn't say mechanically, well, mechanically, it, whether it be a full transmission or an electronic box or something that ups line pressure in the newer ones, uh, when you're just cruising down the road, you're, it, there's a solenoid that's going to activate the overdrive clutch just barely, mm-hmm. just barely. It's like so your finger on the trigger w- ready to go. Without any tuning. Without any so tuning, this is what it does it from stock. stock. Okay, so it'll it'll kind of activate that solenoid slightly just so it's ready. Okay, that's fine and dandy, but when guys do, let's say a built transmission that has a valve body that's built to have higher line pressures, or if you're putting some sort of module on there that ups line pressure, what can happen is it, it will apply that overdrive clutch too much. Okay, and it'll 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 wipe it out. Um, and, and even Dan at BD, he's like, Hey, you know, there's, there's been guys that just do transmission without any tuning to eliminate that. Cause there are the, the, you know, the main tuning guys out there like calibrated power, PPEI, whoever you want to use, they have the ability to eliminate that completely. Mm-hmm. If you don't, you're going to wipe that transmission out like immediately yeah, in short order for sure. Not cool, not yeah. fun. So, you know, I, that's after today, after talking to Dan, that's something I definitely want to look into you know do some engine tuning along with some transmission tuning on Mm -hmm. there um and kind of and kind of see how it because i feel like i've got i've got a good feel on how that 68 is shifting and he even said too he's like you can because i I talked to him about the weird uh when i'm pulling up a hill uh it'll downshift and i'm like okay cool you're downshift you've downshifted this is where i want you to be Mm -hmm. until you know like the top of the hill (laughs) but then it'll be like three seconds in that gear and then it'll upshift again and I'm like, this is ridiculous. And then you have to lay in the throttle more. He's like, well, you can get like, you know, if you throw an insight on there, he's like, watch, you know, watch your, the commanded gear, watch, um, I can't remember the other thing. 
you can watch some parameters and kind of drive around it, mm-hmm. which is all fine and dandy, but I kind of don't want to drive around something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, that just makes me feel like it's not going to handle. <laughs> like, if right. I have to drive around something to be, you know, change my driving characteristics on the truck because I don't want it to do that shift. Like, at this point, I'm just like, whatever, dude. Do whatever you want, tranny. Yeah. <laughs> whatever, whatever, it's a, dude. It's a free country, <laughs> tranny. You remember, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a uh, another slight uh, aha moment or a little bit of uh, make a connection here. So and this is one of the reasons we you know that we preach gears. Okay. Yes. Why gears are so important on 68 RFE trucks. Okay. I'm gonna, this is going to be a long one, but hear me out on this one. Go for it. So uh, Dynamite had John Alford on one of their videos and talked about um, – they were doing a 48RE, um, but the, the principle still applies to the 68RFE. We should get John in here. We talk should about get John that. here. Yeah. On the next episode, when we dive deeper into the 68, let's get him in here. We might have to get a translator in here for him, though, because he's going to talk so far over our heads. That's okay. That's right. We're going to have to do a lot of reading. We're going to have to get a tranny translator. <laughs> if you're not watching, you can't see my face, but my face tells you everything you need to know about that comment, my friends. Okay, so... Uh, Let's think about what happens when you put bigger tires in your truck and you don't regear it. Yeah. Oh, I get to drop my RPMs. RPMs go down. Right. Well, those RPMs go down, and you now are spinning the transmission pump at a lower rate while you're cruising, when you yeah. need that line pressure to lock things up. Yeah. Well, you now have a 68 that's already known for having cross-leakage issues. Right. So no matter how much or how efficient that pump is in the front, putting making making pressure to be able to get it and lock up those gears you're still having like a, a lot of cross leakage happening yeah. so you're already kind of down there and then you're down even further because you're spinning it slower so it just can't quite create the pressure that it needs to and then you tell it electronically to make more yeah it is a recipe for a disaster yeah i mean in stock form when bd tested these valve bodies they were li- they were le- leaking 16 plus psi mm-hmm. and that's at that's at full load right now if you did one of their separator plate kits it's five psi at high temp high load high line pressure nice that's that's awesome like that's a hundred times better than what you had before yeah so yeah very 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 good idea to do gears on your truck if, if that doesn't talk you into i mean that's kind of the cool thing like when you start diving deep into this kind of stuff and mm-hmm. yeah we know gears are always a good idea but like but why, why? you know why like what what's going on in that transmission and then when you start reading things like this you can you tie it all together and mm-hmm. then you're just like wow epiphany like this yeah i mean it, it makes so much more sense now mm-hmm. I, I just i i think more people need to know about that kind of stuff especially ram owners that are that are you know modifying their truck it's extremely important these transmissions are not cheap guys they're no. not and it's the work i would i don't want to say it, like an engine obviously would be to me worse but it's still just it's very close up there when you have a transmission fail on you like it to, to me too in the you know before reading into things and kind of understanding like to me it was like one of those things where if a transmission fails like i don't know i don't speak transmission i don't know exactly yeah i it's bad. I need a new one. I don't know. It could be, yeah. <laughs> could Doctor? be something simple. Yeah. Like what, what? So it, it's just kind of, and that's, if you look, listen to some of our earlier episodes, like it's so, it's so cool to, to, to learn how things work fully 
and then apply that to the knowledge that you already had with mm-hmm. aftermarket parts and, and, and tie everything together. It, it again, it just makes it makes so much more sense in the long run. And, it, yeah. and then you, then you think about it, you're like, man, shit, that was easy. Yeah. Like, why didn't I think like, why didn't I do this before? Like, why didn't I just read about it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, sometimes the, the words as you read them, just if you're not well equipped to handle the jargon they're using, it, it yeah. just goes over your head. Yeah. And you can read it four or five times, but then you got to go do your research and then come back and read it again. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the the effects of improperly geared trucks on transmissions, um, I, I've, I, I learned probably something new about that maybe every month. Yeah. Or something like that. Well, and honestly, with transmissions, too, it's been something for me that I've never really gotten it, read a bunch about. Because it was just one of those things where it was like, it's over my head. I'm not I'm not a transmission guy. I've never mm-hmm. been, and I don't plan on being one. But knowing knowing what I know now, as far as with the 68, I'm like, okay, now, like before we were talking about what I'm doing in my truck. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm like, okay, now I'm starting to get my plan together. Like this is the beginning of a plan yeah. for me to modify this truck further. Definitely going to do separator plate, and definitely going to do some tuning to get yeah. rid of that 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 uh, activation of that overdrive clutch. Well, it's also one of those things too. Where it's like you, it's not that we don't want to learn about certain things, but you will always put more brain power and more effort into something when you are handling it. You sure. are the one doing well, it. right Absolutely. Now. Or if like, you're more like I, I've always been more interested in engines. Yes. Like I, 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 I love assembling engines. I think it's fun for me. Like, I built a 5.3. I didn't even put it in anything. Yeah, I just sold for it. Like I, I just kind of built it for funsies. <laughs> like, it was cool. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the When I built the engine for the Mega Cab, like, that was the funnest time I've, I've, I've had working on a rig mm-hmm. was was putting that engine together and making that happen. So, engines has always been kind of the thing. Um, but now, I'm, like, thinking, like, man, I kind of want to get a 68, like a spare one, yeah, and just kind of build it and just kind of get inside it. Get inside that tranny yeah. and figure it out. <laughs> figure out what's going inside, going on inside. <laughs> so we're just—I mean, you just gotta go out to the yard and just go to pay the money and pick the tranny you want. Yeah, and just bring it back to your house, lock it in your garage, <laughs> to the yard, and uh, you know, take it apart <coughs> piece by piece. Yeah, strap it down in your garage, <laughs> and uh, and just <laughs> kind of get in there. <laughs> This is so messed up. Make sure you wear gloves. <laughs> she got tools. We are, we are, we are, we are such freaking children. I hate, I hate uh, myself. <laughs> luckily, I think our listeners have the same mindset we do. Um, if they don't, yeah, they ain't listen anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. If you guys uh, mysteriously see our podcast disappear, it's because of this episode. More than likely. (laughs) But remember, we're talking about transmissions, and tranny is short for transmission, and every gearhead knows that. Yeah, I'd say every gearhead knows that. Every single one. Yeah. And we haven't made any pokes or nothing, any sort of other thing that a tranny could mean. It's just a transmission. And let's be true. They're funny. Let's be real. I mean, transmissions are funny. I mean,. (laughs) I know that my wife would get upset with me if I brought a tranny into the house and didn't leave it in the garage. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, for sure. Can you imagine if she came home from work one day with There's my like son? There's like a tranny in the living room? Or, or like it, you're, in the, you're in, the, in, in the bathroom tranny cleaning your, a tranny in, in the tub, you know? 
This episode may not even get posted. <laughs> I thought it was going to be nice and informative. <laughs> like, Benjamin, what? Get that tranny into the garage. <laughs> now. Get it out of here. It's so dirty. <laughs> like, sorry. Oh, You're right. Let me go get the hoist and bring this tranny back into the garage. Yeah. <laughs> Strap it down. We're blown. Can you help me carry this tranny yeah. out there? Because it's going <laughs> to. This tranny's damn near dead. <laughs> I can't carry it on my own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that being said, uh, uh, we hope that you learned something about 60 RFEs today. We are going to come back with some more knowledge. Uh, I think having John on here would be a great idea. Um, I'd like him to just like talk a bunch of like tranny, tranny, uh, garb, mumble jumble, whatever uh-huh, you want to uh-huh. call it. And me just like look at him like, huh. <laughs> Every time, every time I talk to that guy Uh, on the phone about transmission stuff, I learn something. Yeah. Like, a lot. There's too many acronyms when it comes to transmission. Your TCC, your SCC, that ties into the uh, FCC, and then that goes to this channel, which then activates the RNC, and then bingo, bango, you got third gear. (laughs) Science. Science Science, magic. Magic science. (laughs) Some magic. Yeah, or you know what? Maybe that'd be a good episode, too, to get actual, like, BD on the phone mm-hmm. and uh, talk to them about their their stuff, their trannies. Up in or Canada. maybe we should just go up there. Or maybe we just go up there. Hey, September 28th, September 18th. Is it 18th? 18th. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. We're working on it. It'll hmm. be fun. Hmm. Wheels are turning. Did you know Dan's actually uh, building transmissions with him? Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk, yeah. Yeah, I showed him a message, I was, and, I, and he's like, sorry, I, I've been at my computer today. I'm, I'm actually... Uh, I'm helping get transmission out the door. I've been building transmissions all day. I'm like, yeah. aren't you the sales guy? He's like, yeah, yeah but I got to build transmissions. Like, I know how to do it, so I'm doing it. Well, dope. Shit, yeah, Hell dude. yeah, man. Hell yeah. Well, that is going to wrap this one up, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and listening to me and Tyler give you, hopefully, some good knowledge and also some terrible humor. <laughs> Just piss poor. The worst. That was the worst episode I've ever done. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> the most notes, the worst episode. Yeah, how's See that? See relationship here? Yeah, get out of here. Get these notes out of here. That's not how yeah. I operate. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> get out. That being said, folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, we appreciate you all. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com. Spend your Saturdays with life on the water. Join Captain Brandon Simmons for fishing, diving, travel, and so much more. You want to succeed. You want to fish. You want to be one of the greatest. Oh, look at that thing, dude. (laughs) Let's see what kind of trouble we can get into today. Don't miss Life on the Water every Saturday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. (laughs) The destination for outdoor entertainment.